live from Chicago's Progressive Talk Studios on Milwaukee Avenue, this is the Ben Jarofsky Show. Around here we call him Mr. Bike. It's the return of David Glowatz. And now your host, Chicago Reader columnist, Ben Jarofsky. With me in the studio, independent journalist Dave Glowatz. He reports on local government at shygov.com. He's also Mr. Bike. Mr. Glowatz, welcome back, Cotter. It's great to be here, man. Did you vote today? I voted on Friday. Oh, I don't, oh. that's like wimpy voting, all right? This is like stepping well, I'm not, up. Voting. I'm not a millennial, so I don't vote on, <laughs> on election day. Wait, millennial? Wait, I did not know that. So the, was... the Chicago Board of Election Commissioners reported on the, uh, the huge early voting turnout, but they found that most of the people who early voted were over 50 years old. Is that right? That's right. Have you talked about write-in votes? Yeah, there was a write-in vote. I Oh, God. The, the, yeah, the write-in vote for um, Water Wreck. That's uh, right. Dis, uh, yeah. We've had people say they put your name in, Ben, for Water Wreck. <laughs> you know what? A few of them. I know a lot about water. Do, I drink you do, it. You do <laughs> wallow in the cesspool of politics. Yes. Did you do a write-in? No, I did not do the write-in. Did Just... you notice the blank? There was one uh, Water Wreck commissioner slot that there was no one. This is the Democratic ballot. That is correct. There was one slot that there was no candidate. Yes. So that's where one could have written in Cam Davis. You uh, could write in. Uh, I think there's Frank Avila was running as well. So you didn't just. Was have, it really? Yeah. yeah. What are the rules? Like, well, you, you could I, be an official write in candidate to actually get elected. Yeah. Or... So I do not know the rules and regulations governing writing candidates, though I do believe that you have to apply to be a writing candidate beforehand. So the days where like Bozo the Clown gets votes or... Uh, so the bar is a little lower than getting on the ballot officially, but there is a bar to There's entry. a procedure, yes. Yeah, you got to register. Uh, you have to, to register. That's the word, register. Yeah. All right. So, Young Dave, who did you vote for governor? I was torn. Mm-hmm. I didn't vote for Bob Diver. Okay. Uh, the three-state solution was intriguing to me. <laughs> Mr. Marshall, he was yeah. in the studio about a week ago. Oh, you yeah. got him in. Yeah. Okay. But I decided in the end that I kind of like having a state capital that's far away. <laughs> so, As opposed uh, to having it in Chicago. Well, cause... it's virtually in Chicago. Yeah. We could talk about this someday, that a lot of the state offices are duplicated in Chicago. At so, the Thompson Center. Yeah, yeah, which is an interesting... Which they're going to sell. Well, Browner's trying to sell it. We'll, we'll see There's that legislation that allows the sale. The sale. Yeah. I don't, has that legislation passed yeah, yet? Yeah, that passed. All right, so you were in the midst of your uh, explanation of that you didn't vote for Diver or Marshall... But, and I got to tell you, I had a problem voting for governor. That was the first thing on the ballot. Mm-hmm. And because I early voted in Chicago, early voting places have touch screens. And I usually early vote, you know, so I kind of know the routine. But this year, when I went to touch, nothing would happen. So I had to like, you know, keep stabbing at it, you know. And finally, I learned the technique for this machine. I had to lay my finger across. <laughs> I don't know how many people got screwed up by that. So when I tried to vote for governor, I was like, don't. Like, I thought maybe there was one of those, remember in the last presidential election, people were talking about how their vote would change right after they voted. Yeah, that know? was in Ohio, was it? I don't know. Maybe it was in Illinois. So that's well. what I thought was going on here. Yeah. I'm like, jeez, uh-huh. you know, yeah. I got to have to bring a, you know, a poll watcher over or something. But eventually my vote did get registered. Here's oh, another question I have is, have you ever been surveyed after you came out no, of the polling place? No, never. Exit polls? Nope. Never, ever. We hear about them after yeah. every election, but I don't know anyone 
anyone yeah. who has ever encountered an exit. No, and, and I'll tell you what, I got some troubles with that one before I let you duck and dodge the attorney general's race, because so much of how we view an election is based on the results of these exit polls. For instance, it goes without saying, I think it's 52, I've heard 52, 54 percent of white women voted for Donald Trump in 2016. That's like universally applied, even though, again, that's based on an exit poll. That's just an estimation. And that's the statistic that caused me to go around asking everybody I knew, so uh, did you get polled? And if nope, nope, not, nope, not here. I see. And then the other one, of course, is they somehow or other, they found an exit poll that said 8% of black people voted for Donald Trump, and we just know that's not true. Stop saying it, but they keep going around saying Donald Trump got eight. I think Donald Trump says it, David Axelrod says it. Anyway, all right, Attorney General. I've never been outside a polling place and seen anybody asking people who they voted for, either. No, I've never seen that either. Uh, As far as I know, they're completely made up. Uh, There's no evidence... You know, Somebody got a great consulting yeah, gig Yeah, you know, here. it's a consulting gig, but uh, we stand by that, and it, and it is very problematic. And all right, I want to thank Dave Glowatz for being in the studio. Great job, as always. 